big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you! Welcome to State of Origin 3 special with the take with Willie Mason. Hello, William. I don't know what's going on hey, with this how chair. how are you? Mate, no, you've know. had a mechanical problems? I've Is that just, what they call it? Yeah. They do. I don't know. <laughs> you press the button on the side. And I've you. disappeared. Yeah. I've just gone down. Anyway, right. I like it. I look short. I look up to you. I've always looked Thank up you. to you. Such an amazing human. <laughs> uh, so tonight what we are going to do, we are going to do a pre-game breakdown of what's going to happen. Yeah. Then we're going to do a half-time uh, review the review, f- review review of the first half. Are we re- re- are we reviewing last week's game? At we, can, all? we can if you'd like to. I mean, we can do whatever you want. Will a little bit, I it's suppose. I think, we, I think we should touch on that maybe a little bit just to see where. I mean, what New South Wales did well and all that kind of stuff. And really. then when we are half blind, we will do a end of game chat. So that on the podcast, fun. that was fun actually. Last time we did that. We, we actually we spoke for, for 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes and we, we thought we spoke for five? Five minutes, yeah. I think you spoke for Thanks, 18. Thanks, Zig. Thank you, Zig. Uh, <laughs> big part of the team, Ziggy Parker. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the other exciting news that we're going to do is um, we have been through all of the teams that have put in for the money that we've raised. It's taken a long time because, to be honest, there's been a lot of turmoil within the team about who's going to get what and how we're going to do it and there's just been so many amazing entries and we're so thankful for everyone who's put entries in. It's just, you know, it's it's warmed our heart to see it and we've really tried to help, you know, as many yeah. people as we can. But Craig, the producer, said that we can't. So for everyone who doesn't win, uh, the producer is the only reason that we didn't <laughs> spread the money around more clubs. But anyway, that's... Uh, Actually, make you thought you were going to come up with something decent then. Like, yeah, you're going to get a... I don't know. No, it's Craig's fault. That's Craig's fault. And all right, so... Before we go in, William, let's have – there's been a little bit of talk this week. Um, it is State of Origin week. Yep. The most capped State of Origin player of all time is a bloke by the name of Cameron Smith. He played 365 Origin games over mm. a 506-year period. <laughs> he's written a book. Now, he's written a book – he hasn't retired – I think it's quite unusual for a book to come out before a bloke retires. I think your writing's on the wall, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, he keeps – the way he's speaking – I think he said one thing that really um, got my attention. It was like, if we – if the club have a chance of losing Harry Grant or Brandon Smith, I won't play. He said that. You know where he said that, though? In the book. (laughs) So – and now the book... And he wrote the book four the years book. ago. He wrote the book four years ago. And the he book's, was 39. The book's been coming on for about <laughs> the last eight months. Is that right? Is that, is that the quote from the book? Yeah, it's a quote from a book. Oh. So, I mean, he said that at the start too. And then, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why it's dragging out. He's, he's on... I've just... We've seen on the TV. He's actually part of the Channel 9 commentary team tonight. So... I guess probably that would suggest that he's looking life post football and apparently he's bought a house in Brisbane. But one thing that's interesting, and I guess it's funny too because the bloke's still in the public eye and he's and he's on the new like he's on the screen tonight talking about the game. He's come out in the book and he's obviously these books are supposed to be warts and all and they're supposed to be a, you know a true story and oh, you haven't shit. heard this before and but he's come out and he's 
he's trying to rewrite history to some extent, according to the people that he's mentioned. So he's, he said that the Cooper Cronk thing, he doesn't understand why they're not friends. And then there's been a lot of press about that, about saying, well, everyone actually knows why they've had a fallout. And then he's had a crack at David Gallup. What do you say to Gallup? What do you say about Gallup? He was talking about when, essentially when the Storm was stripped of their points. Yeah. Um, he basically was saying that the way the NRL handled it was poor and that it was Gallup's fault. Now, David Gallup, I think, I actually know David Gallup. David Gallup is a terrific bloke and he Great he, bloke. he takes Great things. Bloke. He would not have done something without it being dotted and crossed and everything would have been done perfectly. So Gallup actually came out and said... So, straight away. Straight away. Wow. That's, that's not true. You know, so I think you run the risk when you write a book... People have got right or apply, you know. And so oh, yeah. for Cameron Smith to bring the book out in the middle of the origin, it's just weird timing. I don't think he meant that. I think we'll, we're just speaking, um, what, about 10 minutes ago? We're just thinking it's either a master plan from his people that look after him going, all right, well, fucking let's, let's say that we're going to write the book. You start writing a book. He would have been starting to write this thing probably maybe a year and a half, two years ago, ages to write a book. Um, and then they're going, okay, when are we going to release it? We'll release it after Origin or after the year, after you retire and all that kind of stuff. It would have been perfect year, especially this year, winning the grand final, all that kind of stuff. But he, we all knew that um, Origin's in November. So regardless, you, you say to your publishers and everything, look, hey, I don't want to do anything near Origin or anything like that. All the publishers and the, all the publicists are going, this would be the best time to release it, Cameron. And because everybody's talking about Origin, and then if we release it and then not release it, then everybody's going to be talking about your book. That's that's how I look at it. And Cam's not that sort of bloke who wants to um, shine ahead of of Origin, which is the pinnacle of our game. But he hasn't, but he has. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Inadvertently has. But now he's gone back. Oh, I don't want to do it. But it's already released. This is on you. Yeah. You you you're the one who. The book is after it's your book, it's your biography. Like you have every every right to say no. I don't want this date, this date, this date. I want it on this date. You have all that power. I know all these rules. So I was going to write a book, but it's fucking torture and annoying. <laughs> um, and it just I just couldn't be bothered to be honest. But I know how they I know how they roll. You have you have a lot of a lot of rights in this kind of stuff. And this, and is, I, this is a big guy. This is, he sent me the book. I've got the book at home. Yeah. Well, it I think, wasn't personally autographed. So did I didn't he autograph care it? about it? No, didn't no. autograph it. Could have said to Willie, thanks for... Thanks for being my first roomie in a Australian team. You taught me everything. P.S. I thought you were roomie. My first roomie. <laughs> Look, I, I think that... I get that they need publicity, but at the end of the day, Cameron Smith probably doesn't need publicity. That book would sell anyway because in people... In Queensland. In Queensland, it'll sell. Nobody gives a fuck in New South Wales and Victoria and Perth and Adelaide. Everywhere else, it'll sell in Queensland. That's it. So it's not it's not a dumb ploy, and don't be thinking it's this this would it's impossible for it to happen. If you're a publicist or anything to do with with this book, that would be my idea. But also, but I'm Cameron, a fucking smart human. Oh yeah, Ca Cameron Smith is really he's a polarizing human being, isn't he? And so he's he's got the. I wouldn't the, say the he's book. polarizing, but Mate, he's, he is. I don't understand. We've talked about this before. I, I love him. I yeah, think I, I don't think understand why of, he's we, I hammered. think we're just jealous of his greatness. Like, people get. People aren't like that, players. I mean, but like people just get over him, like, and they've done that now. Like the the Sydney media have, have shown their true colours. They try and turn on him every time they they get a chance. Play, 
situations like this, if this was any other person, they wouldn't give a shit. But that's but the thing. He's, he's, he's cancelled the media tours, which means essentially now he's given them another chance to have a crack at him. I, I don't know. Anyway. But it's, it's given Bolton material. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's front page. It's like people are talking about it on podcasts. We're talking about it. Now, when is he going to release it? So, like, it's, it's a genius ploy if you, if you think on the other side. Yeah. Let's just not think this, this is a, a mistake. I don't think it's a mistake. No. I think it's been purposely put out on that date because of origin. Look at my beautiful head over there. Sorry. Well, there he is on hey, the TV. Hey. Hey. <laughs> there you go. So I got distracted. He got distracted looking at himself. There's a screen right next to us, and the bloke is honestly waiting to see in the great origin moments to see if you can see his big rough chin. <laughs> it's a good try, that try. Uh, the other thing that has happened um, – There's been a couple of other things of note. One thing was that New South Wales have been fined because of Boyd Cordner going back on the field in, you know, in game one. Uh, They they were found to have not followed the protocols correctly. There was a bit of a kick up about Jake Friend, who um, they say had an HIA. Queensland are saying that he just, you know, had a burner in his shoulder and he had a shoulder injury and he just, I mean, he looked a bit wobbly, but I don't know. It's hard because... You can't have strong opinions about HIAs and CTEs and say, you know, this is the way it's got to be and then let little things slide through. So I think Mm. if Jake Friend was found to be, you know, damaged in any way from that, you know, from that tackle, then he should have come off. I look at it like this. I look at Origin as a pinnacle of the game. The tough, the toughest players are out there, just given everything. And as you said, you want everything to be fair from club football into origin, into test football, all that kind of stuff. But it's just, it's not. They yeah. have different rules for origin. And if you're following the protocols, and if we're both here because uh, we're both sticklers for the rules, you know what I mean? Like you're going, well, Jake Friend should have been taken off. Because mm. if that was a club game, he would have been taken off. But you get the benefit of the doubt. And this is where I'm not sure if they have independent trainers, but I'm pretty sure that was a Queensland trainer coming up to him going, hey, are you okay? What do you think Jake's going to say? What do you think Freddie's going to say? No, pro- I'm fucking, I'm done. He probably said, Nathan, Nathan fucking Brown just ran over me with a truck. I'm sweet. I'm, no, I'm actually think? no good. I'm actually, no, like, I don't yeah, actually want to play. Yeah, you're fine. Ready to go. You know what I mean? So that's where if the NRL need to have, if they want to have conversations like this stopped, they need to put an independent person on the sidelines who, if you see a direct hit to the head, you are the doctor that goes out there and assesses that player mm. and you give a firm assessment and a fair assessment diplomatically, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to sit there and go, well, if we lose our hooker here, we're done. You know what I mean? We're already under the pump for Andy, such an uh, integral part of that um, in part of that team. And this is where I have, da- I have doubts over this HIA stuff. Mm. I mean, not, I'm not doubting that they're real, but it's the way, the that way it's handled. The way it's handled. There's so much grey area in it, and I say it all the time. When, when if, if players find and players and teams find a way to get to get through this, you, they'll they'll get through it. Yeah. And cheat a cheat a little bit. Yeah. You know, like if the trainer comes on to me, man, like like if I was playing even at the back end, they're like, don't come near me. Like don't like you just literally say, don't come near me. I'm fine. And then they'd sort of piss off. Yeah. You know, but like Origin, it's so it's so te- it's televised. Everybody's watching every single minute. You're seeing Nathan Brown come off that inside ball, bang, friendly contact, big contact, and then contact after. And you can see Frenny, and he's and this is a guy who's been rattled this year. This is why the you got to take you got to take that power away from the player. Yeah, because these players are not going to come off. You are not going to come off in Origin. You just don't care. 
your body is a tool and you're going to use it to the to to, to its best. And Friendy needs to be out there. He's been busting his ass to play Origin. His whole career has been injured. So Cameron Smith in front of him for a fit, 10 years of his prime. He's at the back end of his career. He's not letting that slide. And people don't understand that. But the rules are the rules. And if you want to be... If they want to implement these rules, they need to stick by them and be consistent with it because they're not consistent. They are not consistent with it. And you have a look at sports like the NFL and everything. They are consistent. Yeah. You have, you're a head knock. You miss that next week. You miss a week after. You're in, you're in HIA protocol. It could be for two to three weeks. It could be for a while. It's not one week I'm fine. Got knocked the hell out. Clean, cold, like if it was a boxing, boxing match, you're out for like six, mandatory, I think, nine weeks. Yeah. Something like that. We're back next week playing Origin, mm. the hard, arguably one of the hardest contact sports there is to play, and it's um, they need to really fix this up because you only got one brain. And I've spoken to Boyd Corder um, in, the, in the last week. Just said, look, Boyd, you, you need to just look after you, yourself. You obviously want to have a family one day. Football's not everything, but that that moment as a twenty eight year old me. No, it's all you have. It's like it's all you got. You, all you want to do is play for your team, not miss games. You want to be a leader. He's the league. He's Australia's captain, New South Wales captain, Roosters captain. You know how much pride that guy has. You know, yeah. how, 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 much, how hard he plays. How much he wants to bleed for New South Wales, Roosters, and Australia. To try and take that from him right now. Do you understand what you're doing to this guy? Not in a bad, not in a bad way, but just say he's pride and everything like. He's got his third. He's got his third uh, third chance to captain New South Wales again to a winning series. A lot of things getting a takeaway, but he needs to understand and put things into his mind like, it's not all about football. It's not all about footy. You want to be, you want to, you want to be thinking after your career's done. Well, as you say, you've it's only got, important. you do only have one brain, unless you're from Queensland and then you've got two because you've got two heads. <laughs> so we are going to move on now to the big draw. So basically what happened, we, Last week I said that we were just going to draw it from a hat because I just didn't want to be the one who broke it to the clubs that didn't win. What we've done is we've gone back into the footage and there's one club uh, – basically what we're going to do, there's one club that was – their entry was just so good um, that we watched it again and we just cannot not let them win. I mean, they were just – the amount of effort they put in, they come from – a region that was really probably one of the most affected by coronavirus and they come from a, an area that's not probably, you know, rugby league heartland. So I think what we've decided to do is we're going to give this particular club um, one of the awards and then we're going to draw the rest out of the hat. So um, there were some really, really good entries. I'm not saying that the other ones weren't good, but Toon Gabby Tigers were great. The Brighton Seagulls were great. All of those things were great. But in terms of the club that we've chosen uh, we've chosen Frankston um, in Victoria. Um, we thought that that clip that they did with the mascot and, and with all the kids that were involved and the amount of time and yeah, that was that amazing. That, it was it, it was. was amazing. We took a so. lot into consideration. Obviously, where where they were, where they are situated. Obviously, the videos were funny. The funny of the videos and um, and obviously what they had to say. The content there. Um, you know, a lot of places were affected by fires or floods or. Everything. I mean, Australia has been dealt a lot of shit cards this year. The whole mm. world has. But, you know, our hearts go out to all those clubs that have been affected. But we've come down to... To Frankston. So, to Frankston. And what we'll do next year, probably, um, the producer will be in contact with, with Frankston specifically and we'll come down 
maybe next year when you're doing your um you know your sign up or something and we'll come down we'll give you the money to spend as you wit that's five thousand dollars for frankston so congratulations to them we'll, we'll work out how we get down there i Do mean you know where is where is frankston i know it's in victoria country know. victoria oh beautiful it's on the coast there we go i'll take yeah. my board down and yeah, i'm gonna uh, go for a surf too yeah you can <laughs> I think, look, Frankston, I, obviously, I'll come down. I, I probably, I must say, I'm the least um, attractive of the two members of this group. But, um, you know, we, we'll be down there and we'll do whatever we can. We'll bring down. We're going to work out some other stuff as do well. Some, I mean, well. Yeah, we will work it out. Depends. I mean, like with their sign-up day or whether it's a training session, giving the gear. I think, you know, just, just being down at the club, giving the gear out, saying hello to the president, saying hello to the young players, maybe drag... Couple of Melbourne Storm players with us. Yeah, Cam Munster. You know, he's a good dude, good friend of mine. He might come along if the, if if these players have time. You know, we'll try and do something that's you know pretty good, pretty I unique. Can, I can pretend to be Cam Munster. You are Cam Munster. No, I didn't know Cam Munster was that big. Yeah, he's big. Hey, he's massive. Is that fat? <laughs> and so the second club that is going to be in line for the five thousand dollars, we're just going to draw from the hat. The producer right. has put is all he putting of his the... head in. Is he putting his head in? Can we see? <laughs> Look at his filthy head. Here's it's my awful. one. There you go. Bungendor. Bungendor. The Bungendor Tigers. Bungendor. The Bungendor Tigers. That is just down near Canberra, actually. So, oh, nice. Um, the Bungendor Tigers. Near Mooseheads. We could probably go to Mooseheads. We're staying after. in the city. There's, well, there's a couple of pubs down there. <laughs> Ex Wallaby owns a pub down there, actually. Hey, I'm s- but we're going to make a, uh, a weekend of it. So. Yeah, for sure. We'll go down to Bungendore. Congratulations to the Bungendore Tigers. I think uh, young Johnny Payton was the one who put that video in. So the, the, good on the, the, the videos Payton were family. very interesting, were they? Quite funny. They're funny. We've, we've really enjoyed it. And I'll, look, to be honest, if, if nothing else for this year, um, you know, we've hopefully people have enjoyed listening to us. and But. The engagement that we've had with that and, and this sort of, you know, the fun that we've had with mm. thanks to Neds. This is all thanks to Neds and the involvement that Neds have had with us and the fact that we can now go and help a couple of clubs, especially two clubs from from the country, has been yeah. really good for us. Because I know what it's like to be a young young kid, you know, Toronto, uh, Toronto West boy and rocking up the training and that we didn't have jerseys. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I can imagine just, you know, obviously a lot, a lot of people and a lot of um, – clubs and everything like they do a lot for clubs a lot of like just say your nights and all that kind of stuff when you're in that regional area but we didn't have we didn't get that much help man in no. the 90s like, i swear we were, we were a couple of times like we had no jerseys and i think the coach or whatever they had to put money in to buy to buy our playing jerseys yeah which is you know which was quite sad really yeah you know, and, I, and i really don't want clubs to go through that i know we can't help any everyone but Thanks we'll to try. The producer. But we'll try. And next year, you know, look, this is this is something that as long as this podcast goes for, we this is something that we're really passionate about. We yeah. really want to be able to help. And as I said, huge thanks to Jared and Ned's for for everything they've done this year. Um, that they, you know, we got towards ten grand and they chucked in the rest for us. And um, you know, it's been a really really exciting thing for us to do. So thank you to everyone who uh, who entered the competition. We really appreciate your time. We wish we could do something for all of you, honestly, because, you know, there's some really good stories yeah. there. And I mean, if, if, even if people, like, not to win that whole amount of money, but, like, next year, if you just say, look, we need, like, just that simple thing, like jerseys. It's not, it doesn't cost thousands and thousands of no. dollars to get a set of jerseys for your under-13s team or something like that, under-10s, you know. That doesn't, it's not much. It's not, it's not what you know to, you know. Yeah, and congratulations to Finn Byrne, actually, for winning the Rising Star Award for the Clevelly Crocodiles. Well, oh, good on you, Finn. Good on you, bub. Well done, mate. All right. 
so that concludes that little thing. Um, the producer will have to actually do something now and he'll have to contact those clubs. So uh, I don't know. You'll probably never hear from me. you probably run off with the cash, arsehole. <laughs> uh, but hopefully we'll get some road trips in and we look forward to meeting everyone that's involved with those what clubs. What time are they kicking off? Five past, don't you reckon? Ten past. Oh, ten past. Ten past. We'll do a bit of a review of last week's game. All right. What do you reckon? Well, what, what? Let's start yeah. with your Wednesday. So we filmed on Wednesday last week because the big Tuesday. dog was off Tuesday. Tuesday sorry, because yeah. the big dog was off to Origin. Yeah, I had to go. Yeah, how'd you go there? It was a fun night. Uh, Matty Hill, uh, shout out to you, mate. Uh, runs a really good show. Totally different than last year, obviously with the rules and everything. It's just going there, and people can't get up and. You can't mingle. There's no mingling at the bar. There's no talking. There's no nothing. It's quite boring. I feel sorry for um, for most people in in the events um, in the events world. But you know, hopefully next year will be a will be a lot better. But I didn't really see that much of the game because I was getting obviously tortured by a lot of punters, and I didn't. Re- I only only got the opportunity to see it when I got home, and I watched it last night again just to see like what where did we win? Why did we win? You know, and I was just like. The first 20 minutes, they looked better than us. Yeah. They were actually better than us. Their back three were diabolical. I've never seen a back three play as bad. Holmes, Coates, and Semi. I've never seen anything as bad as that. I mean, they were scoring tries. It was it was quite embarrassing for an origin level. But like just say that 20 minutes, like just it was it was head to toe. Like after that Coates scored, and like shout out to um Nathan Cleary, man of the match. I mean, we've been quite hard on him here. Well, I have. No, I, I agree but with I, you, mate. We said he didn't I'm, take the line I'm on. I'm just talking about his football. I don't care. He could be the greatest bloke of all time. I hope, hopefully he is. Um, I'm just talking about winning games and winning games for, um, for New South Wales and playing to a level like that. So that's, 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 the, that's what I want to see well, what every you, single game. What so that, you have been consistent with, and, you know, and this is things that, People, your knowledge of the game is actually really good. I don't like giving you raps. I don't do it very often. But everything that you said before that game, that Cleary needed to take the line on, that, you know, that all of those things came true. And so I looked at the way Cleary ran. I've never seen Nathan Cleary run the way he did in that yeah. Origin game. I mean, it was more than he runs at club level. I think it's, you're getting coached different. I think with, when you've got guys like Danny Badiris, Brad Fittler, all these guys, Andrew John, sort of in your ear. Joey's not in there as much, but like, you need to take the line on. Like he did some things that was that was unreal. Like they were, they were on the back foot after Coates scored, and everyone's saying Cody Walker when when Cody Walker scored that try, it changed the game. Nathan Cleary made that break for, to get him on the front foot, yeah, to get him down there to get that repeat set. His kicking game, I've never seen a, a show like it. It was it was something else. And I played with some of the best kickers, like Brent Sherwin, like Braith, like Andrew Johns, all these guys like just like, can put it on the pin. And what he was doing, he was turning them around, but his line, he, when he took the line, and when Tedesco, when Teddy scored that easy, he looked pretty easy. But what he did, it was on the left side of the post, he got a wide ball, and so he isolated Felice Cafusi, but he went into the line deep enough. So he, it was only just a simple pass. Ben Hunt should have made the tackle. It was terrible. So what you do as a forward and as a defender, Felice Cafusi should have put inside pressure onto Nathan Cleary, not committed 
to the tackle because you need to check and release. A lot of players would know that, but a lot of guys at, at, at home would be thinking, what the fuck are you talking about, Willie? Is you check him, you go to him, put inside pressure on, and then help your other guy. So you force the pass. You force the pass, but if you've got a really good play like a JT, he'll make you commit to that tackle. Yeah. So you're out of the play. He did that just enough. Felice Cafusi took one t- too many steps, and he couldn't help Ben Hunt. Ben yeah. Hunt, woeful, woeful defense. Teddy and just put, and that's Teddy why just he's put him, side. and that's why he's not playing. He probably never play Origin again. So he just like Teddy just put a right foot on him, just missed him. But usually your cleanup man would would which is your right, your left four or your right four depends which side you're on. And usually Kafusi would have cleaned him up, wouldn't have which been. A try. I don't reckon. I honestly don't think Kafusi would have committed if Cleary hadn't have made that line break earlier. Yeah, because 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 usually you go, and and that's what I'm saying. Like as a middle forward, you're like you go up. Yeah, he's going to pass. He'll pass. So you don't even worry. But when he because he ran so far into the line, dug into the line. That's why he had to commit. That's he right. had to commit. And then some of the other tries. I mean, Philip Sammy, I don't think he'll play Origin again. He had probably one of the worst games I've ever seen someone play in Origin. Like Fox. Like I've seen GI do that to people. GI, when, when GI's GI, when he was on, he ruined Origin careers. And that's what Fox did to, to Sammy. Mm. He killed him. And Jake Chaboyevich comes, you know, like as I said last week, he's their spiritual leader. Like he folded that Xavier Coates. Yeah. In half, and then he was so sheepish. I actually wanted to. I actually, so when I seen him, when he when I seen him get hit, I'm like, fuck. Take some balls to come back from this and actually do some real tough carries. You know what I mean? And because New South Wales were really on at that time, but sort of changed the game. Next time, Jack White and smacked him as hard as he could, and I'm like, wow, he's he's done. And then he drops the ball. And yeah. He's like, he's all over the shop because he's. He's rattled. That's what it is. It rattles you. Origin rattles you sometimes. And it's hard to keep composed because when that other team is on the front foot, they're relentless. They were New South, and when New South Wales were relentless, um, Anthony uh, Tupo, Daniel Tupo, 200, <laughs> Anthony Tupo, shout out to Anthony Tupo, my boy. Um, but Daniel Tupo had a great game. Everyone was talking about Fox with a couple of tries. I was two hundred and twenty meters coming out of yardage. Those plays that they were doing, mm. he was running on a next level. He was so pissed off for that one flick pass when Munster scored that try in game one. Yeah, he would have been just, just chomping it to bits just to get another crack at it. Well, that's one proved. thing. Will Munster was out within yes. the first two minutes. Now you look at the you look at the side that that Queensland have picked. They've, I mean. Have they announced that Allen's playing fullback yet and Holmes yeah, on the wing? Allen's playing. They, but he's, they've named him on the wing, but have they actually – I mean, he was always going to yeah, play fullback. Have they announced fullback. that? So they've got a, a new back three. They've got Munster back, who is huge for them. I mean, he is the, he is he's absolutely the best their best talisman. He's their best player. Their forward pack, you can't fault their forward pack the way they've played. They just had no backs last week. So have looking at the game that's about to unfold – do you think that the new Queensland side is going to be able to perform the same way that Queensland side did in the first game and shock New South Wales? Because they are heavy favourites. Massive favourites. I think, I, I think they've got, like, set the second game, once I've seen their back five, you know, they took gags out of the game, um, they nullified everything. The backfield was so woeful, New South Wales were just kicking early and just jamming them in the back. Like, yeah. It was, like, it was quite embarrassing. I was speaking to GI and stuff like last week, and he's like, "Bro, I've never seen anything like that." I said, "That's what you used to do to us." Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was just, a, a, it was, and we were never on that sort of end of a, a flogging like that. Not flogging, but like a, that was quite embarrassing for those for, the, for those young kids. Um, 
but it's a di- it'll be different tonight. It'll be totally different. Munster's back. Um, you got two. What you got? Big, big Edric, who gets out of he gets out of yardage. Good. He's tough. He's big. He's long. Does everything good. I'm not sure about Corey Allen. And who's the other winger? So you put Holmes back on. Holmes back on. The so way. Holmes is. What do you think Holmes is? Uh, meter Richard. I think he did four, fifty meters gain from fullback. Yeah. Teddy two forty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's, that's saying like. We, they got no ball at all. Took them out of the game, kept kicking to the corners, taking Val out of the game. Um, well, Queensland have got Welsh back, you know, and got, Welsh... Yeah, exactly. Mate, he's he good. cleans it up. He's capable in, in the second row he's now. He's got... He's Melbourne personified. Yeah. Dirty stuff all around the ruck, cleans it all up. you got friend... They've got a well bam- oh, the pack. Their, their pack's not scared of us, trust me. No. They're worried about our back five and our halves. They are. They just need to know... And our bench was outstanding. Isaiah Yo coming on for um, Isaiah Yo coming on for Jake Chaboyevich because everyone's thinking Jake should play eighty minutes. He comes on, doesn't miss a beat. Ball plays out the back, exactly the same plays that Jakey can put on. Fanu can come off the bench. It was fucking an animal, absolute animal. He got pumped so many times. He kept running so hard. I love that guy, man. He's built for Origin. Who else come off the bench? Um, it was all back rowers. Yeah, but they all – we didn't miss a beat. Once no. once the uh, big junior Paulo come on, was a beast, like a Payne Haas. I can't wait to see Payne Haas and big Tino go at it. They're mates. Yeah, you I know. took two 20-year-olds to start punching the shit out of each other. They go, fucking Origin's back. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Great. Two of the young young bucks, know, they know the rules. They got brought up with these rules. I know you can't fight in Origin. They're like, these guys, are, these guys are, they're boys. Do you reckon they'll stink tonight? Fucking oath, I hope so. I reckon they might. I, I, it'll be on. Because at the end of the day, they're going to try and create a legacy for themselves. Big time. You know, and they've got now, There's no. There's there's been no fights forever, ever since Gallon hit Nate mm. in, the, in the head. Um, I, I think that most of the talk, New South Wales pump Queensland, a lot of the talk was about Haas and I think, I, And I think Tino is one of um, I think I thought he was outstanding. If he has a little bit of help with Welsh and Big Papa... Uh, Felice Cafusi and I think um, uh, Capewell Capewell's back in the Capewell's second round yeah. Good. yeah they've dropped Sewell um, back to the bench I like yeah, Sewell I'm not sure about putting Sewell on the bench I mean but Capewell's played quite well and, and he comes in that one spot as I said one metre in the middle is like 20 metres out wide so if you're playing in the centres and you're used to playing at that four man, four man, you got your inside you got a good middle guy you got a, you got a quick half back you can, you can get around yeah Centre, isolated on an island. And that's what happened to him a couple of times. He played some really great football in that first game. And second game, he had glimpses of brilliance, but he got kept getting caught out in defence. Defensively, Queensland really need to st- uh, stand up on their edges and their back, their wingers and their centres are on different pages. Like, it was embarrassing. That try that, uh, I think it was, and they scored two tries from fucking scrums. Yeah. That's embarrassing. That never happens. I mean, you're going to put on some sort of play, but it's nothing you've never seen before. But you should be able and it was, to And it was a late it. adjustment. What you've seen was New South Wales put – they were three on three on a short side, and then New South Wales put another one to the short side, which was four on three. Make a late adjustment. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just bad eyes up football. It's a, it's a man it's, – it's, now they've got an overlap, and then that's when Fox scored that try. Fox got an early ball. All the did, guy did was an over. It was like a training run. Early ball, overs, Fox, comes off his right, everybody goes past him. I've never seen any an easier try. Fox has been outstanding, but I, I reckon even on his level, he's like, that was too easy, bro. I think if you look at 
the what what New South Wales did in the first game was they lay down a little bit and Queensland ran over the top of them. If you look in the second game, Queensland had an injury to their probably their most important player in the mm. first two minutes, and they were flat and they were playing away from home. If you look at this Queensland side now, they're at their home crowd. Palaszczuk's decided that everyone can go, despite the fact she uh, won't let anyone I, I from New go. South Wales. You, well, you can't. You're from New South Wales. You're allowed up there. We're in a hot spot. But you're a hot spot. I am a hot spot. You're a hot spot. All of your own. But if you look at that <laughs> Queensland side now, I reckon it's just as good as it was in the first game. Yeah. There's a few new combinations, but they're playing in front of all these lunatics up there. I don't know, mate. I I, I cannot see how New South Wales are a dollar forty favourites here. I don't. I don't. I don't understand either. We shouldn't be that. We shouldn't be that much. We should have learned from our history and our. I'm not. Don't uh, quote me here. I think out of the last, let's say, fifteen, we've lost like. I think we've won three. We've yeah. won three. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's embarrassing what happens to us up there. I've been on. The, we've won game one in Sydney quite comfortably. We've gone up there game two, thinking we're going to kill them, and we get smoked by thirty. Mm. It's just a different beast up there. And if you if you haven't experienced it up there as a player and some of these kids haven't uh, with the New South Wales team, good luck. Get out there because it's a different ball game. I told the guy, I told our team here, like next year, hopefully next year, the first game, we can go up there and we can do a, we can do a podcast up there. We can actually go up there and just have some good times. They're just and showing. Watch, and just actually watch the game. They're and just showing on the TV now, like... All the fights. Yeah, well, no, and they just showed you on the ground crying. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it did. Was it? Just, yeah. It would have been after Suncorp flogging. Oh, well, it wasn't after you won. <laughs> no, I'm both. I'm, I'm exactly the same. But, I actually um, missed it. It's the only one I missed. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, I think, you know, I, I, I don't understand. I, I get betting markets, and they're, they're driven by what people, you know, bet on. But at the end of the day, if I was, if I was an unemotional gambler... You are. Well, I, I don't like backing Apart against crying. teams. Cry, I cry all the time. <laughs> but I don't like backing teams. Like, I would never back against the Wallabies. I would never, I would never, because then you sit there and you, you're actually cheering against the side you want to win. So I don't like backing against New South Wales. But in this game, I think that, I think Queensland could, and I might have egg on my face at the end of this game, Queensland could pull one of the biggest upsets of origin history. I have that feeling as well, but I can't, I just cannot go against my boys. But I have a dirty feeling in my gut and it's usually right. It happened in game one about this time when we, when we decided to do our picks and I went with Queensland, but I'm not tonight. Can clear, can clear you back it up. I mean, after I want him to back it up. I honestly do. Otherwise they're going to come down harder. Like you couldn't, like, I mean, obviously, game two was a pressure game, but this is the most amount of pressure he's ever going to be under. Yeah. Ever. Seven for New South Wales because such great players like Andrew Johns, Sturlow, Mortimer, all these guys, man, Ricky Stewart, they, they don't lose. No. Clear he's won two series, but he's never been the man. No. He hasn't – he won't get played. I mean, Teddy will probably get played at this tournament again if he, if, he, um, if he plays outstanding tonight. But it's going to be a great game. I haven't looked, for, I haven't looked forward to uh, – a game like this for years because look at it. I just, I mean, it brings back memories just playing up there for for so many years. It's it's, it's a crazy place. It's 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 something that you you can't you can't buy or anything like that. But even like to say as a as a former player, I don't like some. I think I've said it before. Like just say some Queenslanders that get to experience that. We we get to experience it in New South Wales to a certain extent. 
80, 90,000, 100,000 here. They've only got maximum capacity of 52,000. Mm. It's like 50 times much times the atmosphere in Sydney. That's it's unbelievable. That is, to be fair though, Will, that is still 104,000 heads. Yes, I keep um, I keep mistaking that. So I'm not saying otherwise. I want to go to I don't want to go to Queensland soon. I'm not going to be allowed in Queensland. <laughs> I, look, I, I I think Cody Walker. If Cody Walker can, if Cleary can control the game and Cody Walker can get his running game going, yeah. and then I, I think these two forward packs probably they cancel themselves out. So mm. Queensland's backline was better than New South Wales backline in the first game. Yeah. And I think the New South Wales backline dominated that Queensland backline. So mm. if you cancel those two forward packs out, I don't think Cook will be able to run the way he did in that second game. Watch this. Watch um, how um sorry. They what they let us stand out here and get fucking absolutely booed. You can't hear anything. You can't you can't hear the bloke who's like ten inches away from you. They'll let you get booed for so long and then they'll set it all up, look, about a good minute and a half and then all Queen and this is ridiculous the adulation and the cheering that these guys get obviously everyone's watching it at home right now you would feel like superman and no one can defeat you like it is ridiculous and i we're sitting over there going fucking hell i can't wait to get it on but like i i want that feeling that's what i was always seeing i was like damn that that's that's unbelievable you got these players that you'd actually monster every single week get to play for origin and then get to play for Queensland, I'm like, fuck, you get to live this sort of shit out. Are you saying you didn't enjoy having things thrown at your head? Because I enjoyed no. that. I it was non-stop. Quite... They booed me once uh, the whole series for 80 minutes, like non-stop, even when I come off. It was like 80 minutes. Like, oh. And then got a rum and coke tipped on my head. That was my favourite part. That's what it's I would actually just boo you around all the time. I think that I was I was like that heckler that from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the heckler from Happy Gilmore, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. then, you know what the thing is? And then you go out there. So New South Wales been out there for, what, four minutes? So you've just been in the sheds. You are beating the shit out of each other. You are so fucking pumped. You've had the mid... You've had the talk from your coach. You've had everything. And then you've got the... And then you've seen your players come in. You bring everyone together. And then you just say, let's fucking do this. And it's intense. It's emotional. And then you run out. All that kind of stuff. And then there's the anthem. Then there's... Um, I think it's the... Welcome to country. Welcome to country. Think, yeah. So there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of things going on. So it's hard... Not to get super pumped up because you want to kill everybody at this point, and then you got to keep that level of like not getting too excited and like because just so usually I'd, I'd have to take kick off or I'm going to hit someone. It's just like so you just don't know. So you got anthems, you got everything like that. So you got about seven or eight minutes, which is a long time, a long time. So it's important for these young kids to go out there. Don't get too emotionally carried away. It's a big, it's a big, big stage for these guys. A lot of these guys played in grand finals. A lot of these guys played semifinals. Got a couple of young kids, Isaiah Yo and stuff, and Paulo never played Origin or Deciders or anything like that. You know, you, you, that's up to your senior players to sort of really bring the energy down. Make sure you concentrate on um, on getting that this, the game plan and sticking to it. For those listening to the podcast, you know, we're actually sitting here in front of a TV and watching the game. That's why yeah. I guess we're commenting sort of on things that are happening at the time. But have a look at the size of Edric Lee. Big easy. He is the big huge. easy is six foot four easy. He's a big man. Yeah, big man. I don't really want to be on the wing when he's going up. <laughs> he's big, man. So basically what we're going to do, well, quick prediction, Will, before uh, the game New kicks South off. Wales, eight by eight. 20, okay. to, 20 to 12. 20 to 12. All right, I'm going to say... Eight? Is that eight? That's eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say New South Wales as well. I'm going to say by six. Oh, it'd be interesting um, if you said Queensland. I'm going to say... Oh, I'm going to say 24... 
right. 18, I have to say, because I said six. <laughs> you had to think. So, all right, well. Big shout out to Big Papa's mullet too, killing it. It's one of the greats. Cy-fiti, sorry, low-key being one of the best forwards in the, in the series, uh, Saifidi. Oh, for sure. It. Absolutely killing it. All Good right, luck. well, we're, we're going to cross away now and uh, we'll be back at halftime. So, uh, thanks very much, right. Ian. Speak soon. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. Well, I wish we were wrong, but it is a Queensland ambush. Yeah, I felt it at the start. I felt it all day when I um, I was reading through their, their their lineup and everything like that, knowing that it's in Queensland, everything that comes with playing at Suncorp in a decider, especially when they pack the the pack the rafters like they did tonight. It's it's nothing that I haven't seen before. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I've seen I've seen this horror story happen a few too many times. Um. They, they're just all over us. They are really all over us. We are so lucky to be behind. I think it's twelve six. Uh, it's 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 phenomenal. They should be ahead by a lot more. But we've we've um, we've sort of grinded our way sort of back into the game. Not really grinded, but like we scored that try off a kick, which wasn't as a de- as a defensive team. You'd be like, ah, we can sort of let that slide. You know what I mean? Like a, a, a drop off kick with Allen and all that kind of stuff. But um, if, if if New South Wales were punching through the middle, stripping them for uh, numbers on each side, then you'd be like, "Fuck, we're in trouble." But kick, I don't think that really phased them. They just they've just been unstoppable. I mean, like all oh, their their back five compared to like last week, their back five's been all over our back five. Apart from Tupo, Tupo's been outstanding. He's been he our best player. He's been our best player. But he's had to come in too. That's if you look at. I mean, Jack Whiten's barely been involved. That that New South Wales left edge. They've got the best view of the game in the stadium because they're just watching it. I don't they're, understand. They're not, sorry to butt in. I don't understand. And you pointed out before. It's like why is Tupo always taking second carry? Yeah. Why isn't Whiten? And even before Gutho got injured, why why aren't those blokes taking it? I know I know Fox is doing his thing, he's holding that thing down, and T- Teddy was doing his thing. But like, why why when it, why is Tupo doing it? Jack needs Jack needs to get his hands on the ball, man. He's such an important integral part of the New South Wales. He needs to get the ball. And sorry, you're not going to get pretty ball in Origin. No, you're not. You're going to get the shit ones when when you are losing field position, like we are at the moment. You need to get in there and help your boys out. The thing that worried me was when, just before half time, Tupo takes a he takes almost a first carry off a penalty. Mm-hmm. Where, where are the forwards? Like he's come all the way in from the left wing and he's taken a first hit up. It, it makes no sense to me. Where are their forwards? I don't I don't understand. Especially you know the back row, uh, particularly the left side back row. I think Crichton's been outstanding, but I think Frizzell needs to get amongst it a little bit more. But this is one of those games. I've been involved in these games where, as a spectator, you just go. Why isn't he doing this? Why isn't he doing that? Shit happens so quick out there. It's a fast game. And it gets away from you. So if you don't take your opportunities, you don't get the ball. Yeah. You don't you don't make that tackle. You don't you just stay out of it. And next minute you won't you won't you won't touch the ball next minute. Five minutes has gone past. Queensland and had such a good start to the game and Corey Allen, you know, he did a good thing at the start. He, he, he that was a good pass to set up that try from Valentine Holmes. And then he five minutes later he drops a ball. Cold and Tedesco scores. Mm. Tedesco going off has changed that game. Oh, massively. I mean, I thought I think we can still win the game, but with Teddy going off and just the way that a, cu- a couple of actions that I sort of 
Um, written, I've, I've written down some shit. Um, You've written on my think, piece of paper too. I think too, Gutho, Gutho uh, tapped a ball back and Queensland were just all over him. There was about three or four players standing over him and they helped him up. Like none, none of our boys did. Mm. Little things like that, it's just like a little mental thing that they break you, you know what I mean? Like it's like Gutho, if I was Gutho, I would have fucking shoved their hands away and got up myself. Like Felice Kafusi or someone that helped him up. Mm. But where the fuck were our boys? Where, were the, where, where was our boys when Jai Arrow fucking tried to like pick Teddy up when he was like unconscious? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit if you can't fight or anything. I'm not condoning fighting, but that's fucking straight away punched straight in the head. Yeah. It's, that is fighting material. You don't do that to a bloke who's knocked out cold and he just went away with it. He got away with it and his next carry, he didn't get. He, there was no repercussions. The repercussions should have been massive towards him. I think massive. It's, that it's, was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen. State, state of origin is tough. Like these blokes are. It's it's hard and it's fast and it's physical. You don't need that sort of dog shit. I know. You I know? mean, I, I'm not. Quite, I'm not saying Arrow's a bad person or anything. It's you get heated up in the moment. It's it was a, a fucking great hit. It's. A, I'll, I'll put it down to that sort of stuff. It's a moment thing. He, he'll watch that replay and go, fuck, I wish I didn't do that. But he's an aggressive player. He does all the things. He does those little things really well. He plays the game fair and tough. He's not a dirty player. I'd never do that. Probably tomorrow's Telegraph will be, oh, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's not. No. It's I mean, not. it was in the heat it's of the not. moment. It's in the heat just, of the moment. Don't know. Big, I mean, Big Papa probably is going to regret his, 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 um, his little bit in it. Coming, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he probably would. He, I mean, he come in hard, but he, he'll probably regret. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to hit him in the head. No. It happens in a moment. There's little moments in the game that happen, and we'll just build. It depends what happens in tomorrow's paper. This, who gives a fuck anyway? So, but tell me, stuff. tell me, we were talking about this, and we talked about it before the game, the difference that Cameron Munster means to this side. And losing Cameron Munster in the first two minutes of last game and the effect that had on Queensland's side, he's been the standout player. Yes. Um Going off the back of a 40-20, which was a great kick from Nathan Cleary, they, they withstanded the, the pressure that New South Wales had. Make a good run, blah, blah, blah. New South, uh, Queensland get the ball back. Friendy gets the ball back off a deflection. Munster gets the ball. Cleary tackles him. Aggressive as hell. Munster in Cleary's face. Penalty to Queensland. Get back on the, on the front foot. Front foot. Makes a good break down the left side. Gets the ball again. Left side. Kicks to the right side. Brenko Lee taps it back, the big easy scores. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's been so he's an integral part of that team. And I know game two they missed him. I think we we still should have we still would have won. With yeah, him for there. sure. Because we played some great football. But tonight we have got our hands. Oh man, we've got our hands full. We've got a team that is full of confidence. We've got a Wayne Bennett coach team. Um, Harry Grant looked like he was outstanding coming off the bench, like a you know big papa, uh, big Tino. Just they look good, Felice Kafusi. Like uh, I think Cape, yeah. Cape. Well, just the balance looks really good. Like Branko League defensively, you know we haven't given the ball to Jack Whiten. Gutho looks like he's in his proper position right he's now. He's fullback now, yeah. But what are we doing? Isaiah Yo's in his. But oh, that's, that's our only option. What would you have done? Sorry, like in today's game, we spoke about this before. In today's game, you need to go. Well, anybody can get knocked out. HIA is very prevalent. It's happening all the time, every single game. There's never been a game there is no HIA. I don't think this year. There's always some sort of head knock, and to to think that no one in the back five is not going to get injured, and to have no one 
fill the void there? Not even the back five. There's, I mean, even the the, just, the halves. I know that, but I'm just you saying, know, like, like if, usually there's you not could one slot back on the bench. I know that, but yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, look, you usually have someone who can someone play who can fill some in spot. The halves, hookers, and can even go out. Someone can always push out wide. Yeah. Someone always can play. You can always positions. change we, things. We around. have. We, where was this? Yeah, and we talked about that during game two, and we said we were worried about the bench and the makeup and the balance mm. of that bench. And unfortunately, now you've got Isaiah Yo, who who is a terrific back rower, and he had an Deserves enormous game, but. You could see him the way he was defending at centre. Shitting himself. Because he doesn't have the pace. He doesn't oh. have the speed. You've got blokes going outside him. He's just not going to be able to keep He's up. He's a toiler. He toils through the middle. Yeah. He does little passes, trick shots, everything like that. You know, has really good support play all the time. Has a has a bloke hitting outside. He'll get the ball. There's a support runner hitting outside him and, and then out the back. Always has it. Always yeah. has that shape at Penrith. You can demand that shape. Origin... He's still getting that shape because he's taking Jake Chaboyevich, um, Jakey's spot. So when you get in the middle, he's always going to get those those same runners, the same shape. Centers, wow! And, and I know for a fact that Freddie's not going. Oh, if we get a, if we get a, if Tedesco, goes if Teddy off. goes off, or a back five, if if a back five goes off, what are we going to do? Did that? I'm pretty sure they had that conversation. Yeah, but. My, my, my the end of mine would have been uh, we need Pappenhausen at fourteen, yeah, or Gutherson at fourteen. Put Crichton at right center. Mm. That's that's the way I think. That's the way I would think, and have three middles that can cover everything, not four middles. Four middles. I, look, I I still don't it's not, think it's not the two thousands. New South Wales aren't out of the game. There's well, no, no one, question. Sorry, oh, no, it's, sorry, sorry, we're not we're nowhere near out of the game. Yeah. But I'm just talking about little little. Things like this in coaching where it's totally different now because of, because of the HIA rule. It's so important to get your 17 right. And I'll tell you as well, for people who don't, like all this, you know, Queensland spirit, and I've watched you for the last 40 minutes rant and rave and carry on. Anyone who thinks this doesn't mean something to an ex-New South Wales player is kidding themselves. And I, I watch the way that I guess people talk about the Queensland spirit I still think it's bullshit because if you play in a team, you want your team to win and you want to do well. Mm. All this, you know, they're digging deep. New South Wales just need to go out in this second half and do the job. They just have to play the way they played in that second game. It's a big, it's a big job, and I'm with you about the spirit and all that sort of shit. I used to play against them for years. I'm like, fuck that, you know. Like, it's we've got as much spirit as as Queensland. It's like sometimes they they have better players. And they have, and their bigger players make bigger plays, and that's about it. There's nothing to do with spirit. There's nothing. They got more hatred towards us and all that sort of shit. I don't buy into that. No, never, never was about it. Danny Badiris, who's great, one of the assistant coaches, a great friend of mine. We always talk about this. What's what spirit? I mean, of course they have, and of course if you talk to a Queensland, they're like, yeah, we have that, and they do have that. But New South Wales have a spirit as well. Yeah, like we had that, we have that. But like in the last sort of fifteen years, I can understand why. Most people go, oh, Queensland have that spirit, and obviously they think they created Origin and all that kind of stuff. I get it, I get it, but I mean, like New South Wales have a massive job. Where do you reckon it lies? I think that they need to control the middle a bit better, and then they need to be they need to be running more. Walker has been ineffective. Cleary, when he takes a line on, looks dangerous. Um, and Jack Whiten hasn't been involved in the game. They haven't. They New South Wales haven't run the ball. I'll tell you about this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how the game's going. I played in a lot of, I played in a lot of Origins and one of them, 
it feels like this. When you're out there for the whole time and you're busting your ass and you're trying to get good field position, but every time you try and get back, the backs get the ball because they think the middle's doing too much work. So the Tupos get in, the Foxes get in, Teddy was in there, now Gutho and all these sort of blokes, um, White, and they'll try and take the workload off the middles because they feel bad because the middle's getting fucked up. And that's that's the mentality that you've got to get out. It's just like, no, this is one – we need to be on the same page – Moving forward, Cleary needs to get his kicks, get his kicks out of um, out of yardage. Like he kicked that really good forty twenty. Needs to take a line on a little bit more. You can take a guy like Cody Walker out of the game. Yeah, you can take him out of it because you it's it's all about field position. Because he's not a guy that's going to touch the ball until you're over in the red zone, pretty much. So good luck. Stop that number six monster. And then yeah. you be then you're in with a fair chance. Good right. luck. Go New South Wales. Well, William, we have just witnessed uh, one of the greatest Queensland victories probably in the history of origin, to be fair. We've also witnessed probably the most useless captain's challenge that's ever been in the most disappointing second half and probably full game for the New South Wales team that I've been uh, subjected to watching. So I feel a bit depressed, to be honest, yeah. after that. I honestly don't feel that good uh, at the moment, just uh, watching Queensland shake hands and just – I've seen it so many fucking times, it pisses me off. Um, the adulation they're getting up there, the amount of love they get up there, they deserve it. Well done, Queensland, first of all. No hatred here, they know that. Um, nothing but respect. And and love for all you guys, but damn, I just feel I feel absolutely gutted. I actually, I actually do. It's um, it's disappointing. It's it's disappointing because it's like I've come against some really great Queensland sides, which were which were way which were just actually better than us. Oh, and and if you listen to the show, you know I always weigh teams up one to seventeen. And when we played one to seventeen against Queensland, it's you know some of those. You know, early, late, uh, late 2000s, early 2010s, they're way better than us. Mm. Man to man. We're better than these guys. Individually. Individually. We're not better than them than any other aspect in that. But we are better than them individually. But as a team, they've proved that they're, they're better than us tonight. Look at them. Wayne Bennett, Mal Meninga, they all look like absolute geniuses. Neil Henry's there. All the old, all the old dogs are there. Like, um... It's just, it's really disappointing, man, because we didn't play good. We played awful. That second half was so disappointing to watch. I mean, Queensland defended their asses off. They play really well, you know. I'd hate to say it, but that cliche, like, full credit to Queensland. Full credit to the boys. Yeah, I'll never say that shit. I, I think mean, like, if you look at, I, I don't know, but if Dean Ritchie and, and everybody, and you look at the side that they put out, and man-to-man... The more we went into it, the more we said, well, hang on a second. They've actually – there's not that many bad players in that side, you know. And I, and I said before the before the game, you know, you had Welch back. You had Munster not injured. Munster had a blinder. There's so many players in that Queensland side that have – you can't say they're better players than New South Wales, but they've stood up and they've proven once again that this mythical Queensland spirit – it's actually a thing because mm. these blokes are playing better at Queensland level than they are for club. Yeah. 
Whereas the New South Wales players, other than Crichton, Tupo, um, and maybe one or two others, there was no one stood up. Yeah. It was disappointing. First of all, Dean Ritchie doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to rugby league. Him saying it's the worst team in 40 years is embarrassing. He's a journo. That's why he sits on the sidelines and the real big boys play Origin and he can comment on shit like that. That's why he gets a little bit of clickbait. That's what he does. Asks Wayne all these sort of questions. Wayne don't give a fuck what he says. Um, and now Wayne's now touted as the best coach probably ever now and he's coached the worst the worst uh, Origin team in Queensland history. That's rubbish from like a guy who's never played fucking game, never laced up the boots, never done anything, never played Origin, NRL, club level, anything like that. So I don't give a fuck what he says. Have a look at honestly, we're watching the we're watching the footage now. Watching the Queensland side come over to Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett, you're throwing things around. You're not happy, yeah. are you, big fan? Nah, but not. that's all right. But I I can't ever mention a coach that has been as popular with players as Wayne Bennett. You've lived it. You've been yep. coached by him at club level. Um, you know, I look at these players here. It means something to them to be coached by a bloke yes. like that. Imagine what Harry Grant, Munster, all these guys, friend, all these guys. Not, not, unless you're under, underneath his coach, like a, a club level, you don't know what he's about. You don't know this. It's a mystique about Wayne Bennett. What's he like? Is he is he this sort of dude? Is he that persona that he has on TV? It's just like, is he really? Is he like that? Is he like that? Even before he coached me in the Australian level, I was like, fuck, is he, is he like that? Is he really like that? No, he's not. He's a dude like just like he wants to be around the boys. He wants to hear what's going out, what's going on about, you know, if we had a night night on the piss before, be, not before a game or anything, but when we're on tour and stuff like that, he wants to know what's going on. He's a guy who never drank a drop of alcohol in his life. Like, he's like, he was an ex-copper, everything like that. He's like totally against the grain. Totally against the grain what rugby league players are stereotypical like. Um, but look at this guy. Look at Harry Grant sitting there just thinking, wow, what the fuck just happened? He carved, he carved us he's up. So the kid's good. a superstar, mate. I'm glad. He, I'm, I'm so happy for Queensland. These young kids, I'm very happy for these young kids that have played in their first Origin Series and... And they've won. I'm actually glad. I'm, glad I'm, I'm happy for them. My New South Wales side is like, fuck, I just hate every single one of them. But congratulations to Queensland. I can always suck it up when a team beats us. You know, if like, I'm Harry Grant in the post-match speech after playing the way I've played, I would say, Cameron Smith, stick your book up your ass, <laughs> Stick your book tour up your ass, Retire because I am the future. Because the way he played tonight... He will be the Queensland hooker for many, many moons. I mean, he was just dynamite. And when they brought Jake Friend back on to control the middle, they moved him to lock, and he performed again. I mean, the the kid's just a terrific footballer. Good pedigree, great coaching down at Melbourne. Um, Two first names. Great attitude, two first names, which is unbelievable. It's worrying. It's very worrying. You shouldn't ever have two first names. Corey Allen. Andrew Ryan is the best one. <laughs> Andrew Ryan, my former captain. Thank you, Bobcat. But, mate, I mean, like, I'm just disappointed. I, don't, I just don't think we played the game that we should have played. I mean, Cody Walker got injured like, in the last 10 minutes. But, like, we just – what our game plan should have been was power through the middle, tie their middles out so we can bring our the best hooker in the world, arguably top three player in the world, into the game. 
Yeah. And we couldn't because Cleary wasn't going to do shit. Cleary fell back in exactly what I thought he was going to be. Do you blame Cleary or do you blame his forwards? Because I, I, I look at Cleary and I think the difference was that New South Wales forward pack in game two, they they went forward, they, they created momentum for him. Cleary in this game, he was on the back foot. He made some pretty bad options and that's probably, you know, that's youth. But him trying, he tried hard as well. He did he try tried hard. hard. You cannot take that away from him. But I mean, because he he's Sean, is it Sean? So bright. Yeah, you can say Sean. Sean, I'll take Sean. I've had twenty beers. I'll or take shined. Sean. He shined, Moon, shining, moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> but he he did that in, in game in game two, which everyone's like, oh my god, that's the norm now. He set he set the precedent. This is how Nathan Cleary should play. And then you deliver shit like this. Yeah, this is when the skeptics come out. Yeah. And they come out and they come the question after marks They come, come after you big time. So like, can you not do it behind a, uh, a pack you, when, you, when you look when you look at Queensland's game two team, very average. Yeah. Very, very average. Can you do it against a Queensland team that's packed? Full of stars. They're full they're full full their deck cards fully decked. Fully decked. You know what I mean? Can you do that? No, you can't. If you're being fair to New South Wales, and we said that before the game about Munster going off in, in game two, losing Tedesco was a huge yeah. loss. I mean, it was a huge loss. And not just losing Tedesco, but the fact that they didn't have anyone on the bench that could cover any backline positions. Like, Yo did well. You know, he did well. He, he made a, a couple of, you know, bad reads in defence, but he's not a centre. And that was early. That was really early yeah. when, um, you know, he... He got skinned a couple of times, but he made up for it out of car, like looked after him really well. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't. I just don't know what you expect. You know, what I mean, like you lose, you lose Teddy, and you go, "Wow, what do you do? Best player in the world. Probably would have got like player of the series for New South Wales this year if he kept playing. Probably nearly, if if they had played and and, and won the game, would have got man of the series again. He holds so much energy in that team." He's not. He's not that sort of like talker as a leader. His actions. If you got, he's not that sort of dude. So like, just missing his his um, communication at the back. Even though Gutho is is a very good communicator as well, but just miss, missing Teddy. Like, damn, he's the best player in the world. He's the best player in the world. He's off. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it 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 does take. It, it takes it too, and it takes a toll. But like, you might be thinking at the start, like, no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Gutho goes back. Subconsciously, subconsciously, you're thinking, yeah, it's fine, but it's not. It's not because you. We've just put Yayo, Yayo, to the right center, and we're like we're gonna we're gonna miss a beat. But if they've got poop shoot at fourteen, mm. they just go. He just drops straight back. I mean, if there were different injuries in different games, I understand. You know, if you've got halves, you've got to move things around. But literally with Tedesco injured, if you've got yeah. poop shoot on the bench, it's straight on, and yeah. and you don't miss a beat. So, so I don't know. know. It's we said, hard. We said that in like game one and game two. It's like we've got to have like someone. Who can cover all positions? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you, get, you got to have like you know because because Pappenhausen can play like obviously fullback and anywhere in the back line and five eight and f- you know what I mean anywhere in the back line and not just like your you know like a a yayo like who can play lock forward maybe back row maybe front row that's it not a center never played center that much I mean I think he's played a couple of games in Penrith may, maybe. But not that, not for that long. I think it was just a and and it's easily saying that now because like it's game over and all that kind of stuff and like oh my god Teddy got injured but you just don't you got a game plan for everything don't you Yeah, 
Well, I mean, that that's an interesting question because Fittler's won his first two series and now he's lost one. He, he won a couple that probably people, you know, the first one that he won probably people, Queensland were favourites in that on mm. the back of, I guess, winning 700 in a row. But does pressure come on Fittler now? I mean, my issue with Fittler, as you know, is the skivvies. And he mm. seems to have retired the skivvies. So the skivvies are out. So now it's just down to pure form. Yeah. And he's lost a series. Will that then mean that next year people like his Brad Fittler are the right coach? Especially given the fact that Tedesco's gone out, they probably haven't covered the positions they needed to cover. Yeah, the knives have come out, as usual, because that's what print media do. It's going to sell shit and people are going to click on it and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think Freddie should be under fire at all. He's done a great job with building this culture with New South Wales and build a great team around him with, you know, Danny Badiris, Craig Fitzgibbon, and Mark O'Mealy, all these guys around him, helping him out with everything. Um, I don't think he's under threat. I just think the players didn't perform. Yeah. Sometimes this is not NFL, this is not NBA where you're making crucial, crucial decisions. You're not calling plays. You're not you don't have a helmet on Cleary telling him which play to play every every single time. You know what I mean? Like it's different. He got he's got to play off his instincts. He's got to do a lot of different things. A lot of a lot different. Cody Walker bring Cody Walker into the game. Bring Whiten into into the game when they're not in the game. There needs to be different sort of places on the field where it's like okay, well, if you get into this section on the left side of the field, Jack needs to get the ball. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or it, or have we picked? Is Cody Walker the right answer at six? You know what I mean? Like we've got to ask some questions right now. It's like, well, is Cody Walker the right answer? He didn't. He was, he was ineffective today, tonight. Well, they've just announced Cameron Munster as the Wally Lewis medalist. Deserved. Deserved. And, well, I mean, he was. When you think about it, that's that's a huge effort because he spent seventy-eight minutes of game two in the HIA bin. That's how good so he's is. played two games. They've won two games. Mm. Do you know what? Wally Lewis has got a powerful moustache. Cameron Munster had a powerful moustache. I'm saying right here, right now, moustaches are the future. With Power him. of the mo. Yep. If you've got a good, strong, powerful mo, probably with a touch of ginger. Yeah. Also, what would you? What would you do? Oyster. What would you do for if you were New South Wales? How would you have won that game if you had, if you had your halftime speech at halftime? What would you have said to New South Wales? I think one thing in whether it's rugby union or rugby league, you need to earn the right to go wide. Mm. And I don't think that yeah. the New South Wales side, they seem to, when they got pressured, they pushed the ball wide. And we talked about it during the game. You were yelling and screaming and ranting and raving. But they ended up on that sideline too many times and they had to work back into the middle. And by the time they work back in the middle, they've lost three don't, tackles. I'm not sure. This It, it, it looked like um, under-20s football. It was just like, chuck the ball. Just get it to the – you're in the middle of the field and then just go left, go three or four passes – it's it's not hard to defend. No. You don't you just get up, slide, bang, shut it down. You know what I mean? It was very very basic football. What I've seen, I was just like, what are you what are you guys doing? Like, this is where I want to clear. This is where I want to cook. This is where I want like Cody Walker. This is where I want someone who can ball play, create something. This is what we had over Queensland. They had one player that can do that. So two players, um, Munster, DCE, mm. two players that can really create some stuff out of nothing. We've got like four. Yeah. And we've got a guy on the left side 
the left centre, Jack Whiten, arguably the great, the best player in the world at the moment. Just sit him at left centre, give him, what, three or four decent touches. A lot of touches coming out of yardage, which is supposed to be origin. You're not going to get all the pretty touches. But put him at 5'8". He's a fucking modern-day Laurie Daly. He gets the ball, left arm carry, right palm, left side of the field, attacks, attacks, attacks. You slip up in the middle, bang, he's going to get you. Mm. And I just think that's the answer right now is just stick Jack at 5'8", Cody Walker at 14. So he can play anyway. Just imagine Cody Walker was 14. Mm. Problem solved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to figure that shit out. And this is, this, we're not coaches. I'm not, I'm not getting paid half a mil to be coach. Should be. It's a shame. I know. Because we'd have some. 500,000 lira I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting paid that to be on the show. <laughs> exactly. We get the big bickies here. Look at this shit. I fucking hate looking at it, but congratulations, Queensland. I'm a fair sport. Well done. Great effort. Especially on a massive underdogs, things like that. Um, and Val Holmes dropping two fucking balls. Two he sitters. Was, It'd oh, be few, man. Yeah. Anyway, well done, boys. I think, you know, Queensland have done an amazing job to win this game um, and win this series. I think that being at home, as you know, um, going up to Suncorp and winning a game, especially in a decider, is extremely difficult. And so, yeah, look, congratulations to Wayne Bennett. Congratulations to the entire Queensland setup. You know, I I still think your Queensland spirit's a myth. I think New South Wales just shit themselves in a big game. And and that's unfortunate because it seems to be, you know, the case Mm. at the moment. But they just got like, what, the worst, worst, worst team in 40 years. Well done, Bulldog (laughs) Richie. It's a very sad day, William. It's the last of our shows for season 2020. It's been a, cra- it's been a crazy year. It has been a crazy on year. On and off the mic. On-, <laughs> on and off the mic, it's been crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't think either of you expected when we first started doing this earlier in the year that the year would have, A, been the way it has been with the pandemic and all the things that have happened mm. with not just rugby league but with the whole world. Yeah. And also the fact that, you know, we've been so well supported by all these people that have reached out to us either via social media or listened to the podcast or we can't thank you enough for everything you've done. We wanted to thank, especially we wanted to thank Neds for everything they've done for us. They've been supporters from day one and they've allowed us to give money back into the community, which is something that we're both very passionate about, you know, junior clubs and making sure people... um, are supported for, for for loving the game that we love as well. So yeah, it's it, it has been amazing. I mean, we we're thinking on our feet at the start. Do you know what I mean? Like just you know the handshake agency, Craig Trewick, all these boys here, producers, everybody, Zig, my boy. Um, we could have easily shut up shop after round two, and everything got everything got too hard, and we're like, yeah, how do we how do we keep this this thing afloat? You know, and then we're doing it at, at your at your pharmacy in a basement. You know, and um, just us two, when it really got strict, which was crazy, like a couple of weeks for about, what, four, six, six, six weeks or something like that. I was it extremely was, good at the machine. And like we had all we had was <laughs> just this a little machine like Zig set up for us and a computer and shit, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? I've never mm. seen a Zoom. I don't know what the hell is Zoom. What is mm. Zoom? Zoom. I zoom on my camera. That was about it. <laughs> I'll zoom in. But 
didn't know what Zoom uh, interviews were like. We got some really good interviews um, just on the phone. Um, it's been it's been a crazy year. That the rugby league world has been crazy. Um, but like, you know, this is just this is just a start. I think there's some really really big things happening. Yeah. Look, over the next few weeks, especially, we're going to be sitting down and working out exactly where we're going. And we'll definitely be back next year. There's no question about that. And thanks to all our supporters, you know, Neds and all our supporters have been terrific and we will be back next year. There's no question. Over the next few weeks, we'll sit down and work out what else we can do in the meantime. We're going to probably try and bring out some specials. We did some interview stuff uh, earlier in the year, as Willie mentioned, and we're probably going to do some interview stuff And, you know, Will and I might even sit down and have a bit of a chat about his life and, and put that on there for as well. So, thank I think, you. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. I mean, we only sort of briefly chatted about it, but, like, what we're doing at the start, bringing on Australia's best athletes, even just people, you know, it doesn't have to be athletes. You know, we want to get around, you know, we don't want to really just dig ourselves in this rugby league sort of circle um, or bubble, so to speak. Um, you know, we want to... We Branch out a little bit, you know. I got a lot of connections. You got a lot of connections without, you know, throughout Australia and um and world sports. And you know, we want to get these guys on the show. You know, they they know they know what we're about. As long as they know what we're about, we're not that sort of podcast that's going to put your shit little clickbait in, um little quotes out there like, oh, he said this this just to get fucking views and that. We don't do that shit. You know, if you come on this show, we don't put anything out. We could put a lot of bullshit out. If we, the amount of people that we've interviewed, we could put like quote after quote after quote after quote, like just to build our sort of, you know, like our our views and that. But we don't give a shit. I'm not about that sort of stuff. I just want quality interviews with quality people and that will bring out quality and then everything else will come. You know, so like I think a lot of players, athletes, all these sort of people, they'll understand that and they know what I'm about. They always know what I'm about, but they know what the show show's about. You never see the take coming out going, oh, my God, Anthony Minicello or, you know, Joel Parkinson said this, 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 just to get clickbait on our page. We don't give a shit. We just want great people, great athletes on our show, and that's what we're going to give to you. And we will sit down over the next little bit. We'll work it out. We'll let you all know. We're, again, we're extremely appreciative for every bit of support that we've had. Congratulations to Frankston and Bungendore. We'll be mm. down to see you guys soon. And Big uh, Will, love you. All right, love you, mate. We have our best ideas drunk. See you so. later. <laughs> <laughs>